What's going on, everybody? Stubbs here from Retro Handhelds, joined by my crew. We got Mr. Rob, the Retro Tech Dad. We got Ban, and we got Aish back on the show here for Season 4, Episode yeah. 2. Uh, your home to the last week in handheld news, custom firmware developments, and stories from around the emulation scene. Guys, how are you doing tonight? Tired. Uh, <laughs> tired? I'm doing that good. You every Monday, Rob. Yes. We're just, yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. For sure. I was sick as a dog yesterday so i feel your pain i had coffee a few minutes ago so hopefully i'll wake up as we get going here <laughs> he's gonna text me at like two in the morning yeah. he's on aliexpress doing it again like stubs no i'll be <laughs> like I, I bought 45 e6 handhelds i'm pretty <laughs> sure he would text I you at 2 a.m anyways i do good guys we've had some of our best conversations at that time though I always tell H like i'm going to i'm going to bed you know at 10 p.m don't don't text me don't at me and I'm always seem to like be around lurking. Yeah. But I don't think I've gone to bed at ten o'clock in ever. Oh no. Uh, I yeah. keep trying. I keep yeah. trying to be my best self. And we'll get there. We will get there. Speaking of, there is another course correction here on our fancy schmancy podcast show here. So what we're doing right now is let me pull up my notes. Podcast course correction. So news is going to be included now every Monday because we couldn't wait two weeks in between news episodes. We just have stuff we want to talk about. And we want to cover. So not only does this keep things timely for you all to where stuff is still relevant, but it's also much simpler for us to just be like, OK, we'll include the news every episode. And then we'll still be switching every other for things like guests, for things like special deep dive topics and kind of create just an ideal variety show for you all. We want to create something entertaining, also informative, and it's always kind of a fine line to balance. So we'll keep working on that. Let us know what you think in the comments. Also, see us next Monday, of course, for our first guest of the season, Joey from Joey's Retro Handhelds. We're going to give him a hard time and we love the guy. So it'll be good. Live chat. How are you guys doing tonight? Oh my gosh, I'm hearing rumblings of Gamma OS coming to more devices. Oh, we're going to have to get into that. We're going to have to get Gamma on here at some point. We got to have a Gamma yeah. interview. I agree with yeah. that. A hundred thousand billion percent. Well, let's dive into the news. Okay, so this new handheld from Intel, uh, or rather from Tolpar, featuring the new Intel Meteor Lake CPU, likely to have the same chip that's inside of the MSI Claw, also the same one we saw in the One X Player X1. This thing is coming in hot with a seven inch screen and a very large bezel, but I like the coloring on it. The green on it is really fun. I hope they do it right. What do you guys think about this one? Oh, I gotta love the Skittles buttons, honestly. <laughs> it just brings, it brings it just a little color happy. Yeah. yeah. I do like oh. I do like the green accents. I I think it, I don't know why. I just like the way it looks. I like the green accents. I'm not crazy about the Skittles buttons, but oh. that's me in general. I'm I'm usually not a Skittles buttons fan. I do like that we're seeing more handheld support this chip. I think uh, One X has another one that that uh, that's coming out with this same chip. We yes. have the uh, Claw coming out. We have this one now. Because usually more devices means they're gonna there's gonna be more of a push. So we should be able to see better drivers, better things to support it. Because of, as of right now, from our hands-on experience with the claw, the drivers just weren't there. So we can't really comment on how good it's going to be. It's always good to have more variety that supports that same chip, even though we might get a little tired of it at some point. Yeah, man, I agree there. It's, I mean, it's really interesting. I'm like, yeah. I'm liking that we're seeing more of this chipset, even though. I yep. fear that this is going to be a very power inefficient chip from Intel yeah. so, and ADP starts at what 15 right. watts or something. So I have the X1 right here behind me. Oh. Tomorrow 
tomorrow you can see dropping. what it can do. You're dropping that hot vid? Oh, yeah. Yep. Check out at Retro Tech Dad tomorrow on his YouTube and, channel. And then I'll be sending that off to Aish as the, uh, he'll be taking his perspective on it as well. So I get to play with it. Oh. Oh, Ooh, yeah. That, that thing looks like a uh, like a TJD handheld. It's it's uh, gargantuan. Just yeah, for sure. Controller. With the controller attachments? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But like at least it's in the middle and not at the very bottom. Yeah. No, and and they're removable too. They are removable, yeah. so that that helps. Well, how does it compare? Do you think to uh, to this new player on the scene? So this is a a Turkish company, right? And they normally sell under a brand called Monster. Yep, in the UK, I believe. So so they're like Monster Notebook. You, yeah, I guess they're just a European brand essentially, and and I, I believe that Topar makes laptops, and they're they're usually OEMs that are just rebranded with their badge on it. So I, I'm curious making this for them because i don't think this was necessarily designed by them in-house so kind of kind of interesting it does resemble the aok zoe a little bit it does with this with the with the uh the rounded sides of the shoulder buttons oh yeah it looks like i and eo's like little brother like gamer face handheld (laughs) (laughs) that's how you feel like the rgb the colors are there like shape kind of reminds me of something i and eo would do and the yeah. triggers. It just yeah. straight up reminds me of the AOK Zoe. I mean, really, yeah. like, oh, oh that, hey, yeah, hey, that's hey, very much doing, so. They're doing the D pad right, it looks like, and the face yeah. buttons too. Like, this I, looks, I, yeah, at least I, it's not a dish. I can see yeah. that the D pad is a little bit raised, so I'm hoping that it has mm-hmm. a good pivot to it because I, I don't know what it's going on with these companies and trying to reinvent the D pad. Just please stop. Please stop. Yeah, trying to reinvent it doesn't it. have a patent anymore. Like, you guys can make a regular D pad, it's, it's okay. Just, Leave it alone. It's been great for how many decades? Uh, it's just See, you well, were mentioning about the the chip inefficiency. Just really quick, do you remember when we talked to MSI and they were giving us like these crazy battery life oh, uh, projections? Like, for, right, like, four or five yeah. hours it didn't seem to make sense. No, well, they, no. they were, made no sense they based hope, on the hopeful. wattage. They're hopeful yeah, based based on the wattage and then the battery capacity. There's no mm-hmm. there's no way those claims don't make any sense. It's mathematically not possible. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's not well. Well, that's not all that we have coming. We also have GPD Win Four is getting a refresh, and for me, this is exciting. So they're popping in the new 8840U upgrade inside of this thing. I don't know if if we can uh, zoom in there, Rob, but reported on here by Tom's Hardware, and they're saying, "Hey, look, it's getting the the refresh. We expected this, but don't expect any new performance changes. Basically, what you get is an AI addition into the chipset. GPU's the same. Everything's pretty much the same. Yeah." Yeah, this is this is a small refresh. Uh, it's small. Yeah. Use very minor, very minor refresh. But I love the Win Four. It's still probably my yeah. favorite Windows handheld, and so I don't know. I might, might pick this one up. Uh, what's nice is that they're keeping the same form factor, but you know, upgrading the chip. Because right. a lot of the times they just throw one form factor away and move on to the next uh, thing. Yep. So having three generations of the same right. chip is just kind of a big change to me, at least. I actually like that approach. I think that's how a lot of these companies should do that, where they have small refreshes of the hardware and then, you know, every few years do a more major hardware revision. But this is the way they should be doing it. I mean, if you look at like the iPhone, for example, there'll be a couple of years where the phone's essentially the same, just with a little bit more power. But then there's that one year where they completely do a redesign. And I want to see that more from these Chinese manufacturers. I think this makes a lot of sense. I think so too, Rob. Yeah. It, I mean, it looks nice. You know, it's the same. Wind Force great. Wind Force body, handheld. You know, it's the same body we've seen. They don't need to reinvent the wheel on this. Sure. Yeah. Put in the latest chipset and away we go. And I bet you, I bet you there's small 
small changes in here that are small improvements that they slip in. So that's yeah, why I'm kind of excited for it. They could have done something to the cooling. I personally, the only change I would have liked to see them make is maybe get slightly bigger sticks. That's the only thing. The, the sticks are good. Yeah. But if they were to use something like what the One X Fly was is using, it would have been a lot better. Like it's still a small yeah. stick, but just the the travel feels a lot better. Yes. And the chip makes sense. Like it's it's uh, for me, it's like a relevancy upgrade. You're not necessarily going to get any better performance in gaming because the AI cores really aren't going to do that much for it. Right. But for them, it makes sense because if somebody's looking it up, if, if the latest and hottest thing is the new chip, you kind of have to have it. If not, for the people that really don't know, it's going to be last gen. So mm -hmm. they're not really going to know, oh, it performs the exact same. They're just going to hear seven versus eight. Bigger number, better number. I got to get the better number. I think so, too. And I, I mean, and that's what I feel compelled to do also. Not necessarily that you're going to get that much more of a value out of it. If you have a GPD Win 4, any version of it, 6800U, any of them, I would say still stick with that. It's going to yep. be great as is, unless you want that Oculink port and you want to hook up to like their G1 external GPU, which also is getting a update. They mentioned this article. I don't know. It's a solid tried and true device. And I'm glad that we're seeing minimal changes. It also means prices get driven down because yep. I mean, I just picked up the, uh, the 7040U one off AliExpress on crazy sales so Ooh. you know yeah I, I, mm -hmm. it's great let them flood the market <laughs> this just means we're cheaper devices why not? Why not? yeah we should be getting review emails for the last gen one anytime anytime <laughs> in the next couple days right <laughs> we usually do okay guys you guys want to review last year's we're yeah we're gonna we're gonna yeah. send you the 7840u yeah. yep Oh, no, that's what happened to us. Too. No, no, no. There are some crazy like GPD fans that will buy these and they're actually mm -hmm. using it for work. So for yeah. some of them, like if they're buying the WinMax 2, whatever it's called nowadays, uh, like yeah. the 2024 version or even this one, you know, out there, there's somebody that's actually hooking this thing up and doing some type of design work or rent. Oh, yeah. or something oh, like yeah. that. So there's going to be somebody that benefits from it. It's, it's just not for us. Like. I, I actually use my WinMax 2 to edit a video um, in the past. So the WinMax 2 yeah. definitely for sure is good for productivity. I mean, the those Win4, that's, are no that's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you dock it, sure. But I, I don't know if I could thumb type a, a Word document on that thing. <laughs> GPD is solid. It's yeah. good. Yeah. Well, and many people will say, why are you worrying about putting Windows on a handheld? Just get a Steam Deck. In fact, if you have a Steam Deck OLED, guess what? Now, let me just pull this up. Yeah, that's right. Valve says we are getting a uh, a official overclock. So here is uh, on the Steam Deck subreddit. They actually added this into the BIOS into a, a recent build here. And it's only on the Steam Deck OLED but you can't manually adjust the values for CPU and graphics overclocking mm -hmm. and also under, undervolt the RAM and all that. So this is, I mean, Aish, so you were the one who brought this to my attention. What, what's what's your thoughts on this? I think it's awesome because even if it's just a little boost, there's plenty of games that that can, that even you can take them from, let's say mid twenties for, for FPS up to closer to 30, that game just became playable. So that's a pretty big thing. And even for emulation too, if you can kind of adjust things, I think it makes sense that they did it in the OLED only because of the better cooling. I don't know how the original Steam Deck would handle overclocking all of that because you're kind of flipping a coin. Even though you're getting the same chip, it doesn't mean that chip is going to be rated and is going to be able to take the exact same amount of, of uh, wattage as another chip. So with the OLED, you know you can push it more. So it makes mm -hmm. purchases for them. I'm probably going to be, I want to try it. I, I trust that Valve is making, giving us that option because they know it can be stable. And if I fry it using their official way of overclocking, I know they, they're going to send me a new one. So I'm not too worried about that. It's pretty cool that they're doing that though. 
and it's also makes sense for them to wait a little bit longer to release these things so that if you bought an original steam deck a little bit before the oled you don't really feel like you're getting left out like let us let the give us ours for a little while. yeah and then later on you're going to start seeing the, the fun new things i bet you they're going to add it to the lcd version at some point is my guess just as an um, option yeah. but they have to be holding off because maybe there's not a lot of sense since it's not as efficient you're gonna have to dock the LCD version probably to make the most use of it and all that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man. Also, it's, we still have to right. see how much we're gonna be able to get out of it with this overclock. Like if it might be a minor thing, uh, who yeah. knows? We'll see. It's exciting that it's there. For emulation is why I like it because we yep. might be able to get a little bit more out of those higher end systems and we can give that CPU a little bit more juice than what it's rated for. Nice to see that Valve is constantly thinking of the community and looking at mm -hmm. the tinkers for these devices and saying, listen, listen, these guys want to do this. Let's just give them an official way so they stop going around the warranty and doing a bunch of crazy hacks and stuff. Yeah. This is really cool to see. Good job, Valve. Thank you very much. I mean, Valve pays attention. They, if, if the community makes something, oh, for sure. like a plugging yeah. or something, and they look yeah. at it and they say, hey, this can work, and they see people actually making it work, they're going to add it. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Because that chip is really only held back by the TD. Well, not really only, but one of the big things that's holding it back is that we just can't drive that much power into it because it wasn't really rated for it. So if they can figure out a way to get that higher, it's going to be cool. I think so, too. Um, so Steam Deck, good. That's great. Also, we have other things going on, too. As far as Neo news goes today, oh, man. ET Prime, the man, uh, released this video today saying hey, we have some emulation testing for the Pocket S, and he's showing that it can play well up to PS2 just fine. We know that. It's rocking that Snapdragon G3X Gen 2 in there. Supposedly better than the Odin 2, although mar marginally right, Ban? But yeah. this is a bezel-less, sleek, thin Android handheld with, you know, hull sticks and IPS screen and all the bells and whistles you'd expect from an INEO from like the Pocket Air, but in this like nice little form factor. <laughs> it looks freaking cool. So it looks like an iPhone 8 with controllers on it. Yes. Which we all secretly wanted back when an iPhone 8 was around. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is what we wanted the iPhone 8 to be. I was an HTC user, okay? Please don't put me in that category. <laughs> don't. <laughs> Yeah, don't, don't tech shame him. Hey, yeah. I, I was on a Pixel, so I don't blame you. Hey, XCT was cool back in the day. Yeah. Pixels hey, I, cool. I have was. to agree with the gamma squeeze, though. I mean, whatever. Who cares about ergonomics? This thing does look super sleek and sexy. Oh, I yeah. mean, it looks like a nice piece of tech. But yeah. Just... yeah, I would just, if the price, if the price is right, yeah, come on, 400 dollars to $400, it has yeah. to be. I mean, the Fox mentioned this. They keep putting off showing the price and launching the, the Indiegogo. They have to be a little nervous about what they need to price this at, I'm sure, because I'm sure it, it's realistically going to be four to $500. You know, I, I hope they realize I that hope, anything over I hope. is going to just be dead in the water. There's no point. Yeah. Don't even bother. Well, they have. It feels like they don't care. <laughs> no, they're just doing. <laughs> They're just doing it's, them. They just. I feel like here's the way I look at INEO for for me. Like I feel like they feel they're the Apple of of handhelds, to right. where they're gonna yeah. throw something outrageously expensive, but they're gonna trust their quality so much that they're like people are just gonna buy this. I'm not saying it is or that right. people should do that or anything like that. I'm just saying like that's the vibe I get from them, that they they feel their product is so good, so much better than everybody else that they don't really care that they'll yeah. just price it at what they need to price it at and yeah. 
But they they have to have learned a little bit of a lesson from releasing the Pocket Air because I mean that one, guys, it's a solid handheld. Don't get me wrong; it's probably my one of my favorite Android handhelds, but mm-hmm. it still was priced too high. Um, and they didn't sell that many. You know, they sold what? Uh, it was a pretty small number on their Indiegogo campaign. Yeah, they maxed so, it out at like twelve hundred units, and I think yeah, some of the tiers didn't even reach a hundred well remember they they announced for like a little bit of time there that they were switching over to a snapdragon agent 2 for that one so they were going to try to match the odin but they kind of backtracked that one pretty fast my guess yeah. is they just yeah. figured you know what it's not even worth it we have this thing coming down the pipeline anyway so let's just shift for our focus all our focus to it and <sighs> i think it was like a good move that it looks like like a fancy ps vita iphone kind of mix with this thing it looks yeah cool. The only thing they dropped the ball on is not having an OLED screen here because they really could have gotten, really could have gotten one up over the Odin 2. Just that one change. You can see how many people are just dying to have OLED these days. Look how much the RG556 is doing in sales. You know, it's doing really well. A lot of people just want it for that OLED screen. They're like, you know, it's a little underpowered or whatever. The screen, the fact that they don't have 5G are the only things that make me feel like they they are kind of paying attention to what the Odin 2 was doing. But you know, even with that, the price is going to be higher. That's for, yeah. I can almost guarantee that that's going to be the case. And ergonomics was not in the forefront of their mind with this one either. I mean, no. didn't they already announce a grip for it? That does Well, that'd be... That be that would fix a lot of issues for people, but who wants to carry around a grip? I mean, let's be honest. I, I have grips for a lot of these devices now. I mean, for Retroid and all that. And in the end, I'm like, you know what? I, I'm just going to pull the handheld out as it is. I rarely use the grips, even though I, I talk about saying this is going to be better with the grip and it's a better experience, which it is. But how often do you actually bring the grip with you when you go yeah. somewhere? I, I almost never use a grip. So yeah. slim. I. It has to be built into the device. It can't be just like an extra thing because I have to take it with me. I have to put it on, take it off. I don't want to do that. (laughs) That's why I don't use grips. It's just so much easier to throw the device into your bag and then just as is, you know. I was just going to say that's why I liked things more like the Nitro deck because it came with the case. The grip was built in, basically. That's why Valve did it right. I was going to say one thing I do have to admit for my Neo and and most of their devices they do a really good job with the aesthetics of like the device itself a lot of their stuff looks oh, really yeah. good oh yeah box oh, it, boy i love that game it's 3xing yeah. citra right there pretty nice like with vulcan game. do you notice that yeah. that the eta was running the vulcan and citra yeah. i'm like what? that's not as impressive as it used to be though with no. how good citra citra is beginning a lot of development so if you have a snapdragon chip you're going to be able to get a lot more out of it so 3x and Vulcan is not as crazy as it, uh, sorry, and Citro as it used to be. It's still impressive though, but yeah, it is. And he did, he left out Switch emulation in this showcase, which I'm like, man, I, I know a lot of people are going to want to see that on this chipset. That might be the deciding factor. Hell, that new Prince of Persia game on Switch right now, even on the 556, you were showing that Ace in your video yeah, this week. Which, and by the way, it. that was an awesome video. But oh, thank you. Um, yeah. imagine running that, you know, two Xing that on, on this device, that would look so freaking sweet. So oh, yeah. as long as they pull the screen off and okay, they offer grip for ergonomics. Okay, great. Uh, and the price is right. Then, I mean, I'm picking this one up now. I am now convinced to purchase this. I mean, we've seen some really good non OLED panels though. So I know we all want OLED and it, of course it's going to be better, but we've seen a lot of really good panels. Like the Odin 2's panel, I think looks great and it's not an OLED screen. I don't feel like it's a complete deal breaker. Yeah, I think this panel is yeah. going to be good looking. I mean, just, just based looks, on the footage we've seen, it looks pretty yeah. sharp. I mean, IPS panels definitely can look very nice to the point where oh, you're yeah. like, you know what? OLED schmoled. 
look at look, look at the Legion go. That was a really nice IPS panel. I'm like, you know, it's fine. Rog Ally, same thing. I don't need an OLED on that. But once you get things like the Steam Deck and you get the five five six in your hands, say, that's the thing though. It's just tough. <laughs> it's tough. Five, five, now you've six. raised the bar. That screen on the five five six, it's. I tried so hard in my video to do it justice and I feel like I wasn't even close because for anybody that's never had like a, a 1080p 5.5 inch screen on their handheld, it is crazy sharp. So anything yeah. you're looking at, it looks so good. The colors are are so much better. I know I just said like we've seen some good IPSs. We have. That's why I'm saying well, deal breaker. But if it's an option, like, if yeah, it's... all it's going to be better. Right. Well, speaking of good IPSs, there's also a device that's at Best Buy that has not such a good IPS classically, and it just got hacked. You guys want to take a look at this thing? The PS Portal has a native version of PPSSPP running on it by this uh, by, by this hacker, uh, Andy Nguyen here. And uh, he said, yeah, it took him a few months of hard work, but they hacked it uh, with some help from XYZ and Zoda 2. Don't expect this anytime soon to be public, but this is fantastic they released this back in november and they've already hacked it here in uh, late february so i'm pretty sure the flow has done work on ps4 ps5 and um hacking and things like that too like homebrew and stuff okay so they're already kind of known for this I, i'm pretty sure I, i'm almost positive i've seen that name before yeah i feel like i've seen it too well i mean right there jay to the yeah. bell audience says the flow is a yeah. legend yeah, that, that's Legendary. what i'm saying i'm like i'm almost positive i've seen this this name before flow is the vita god okay so you have the right person uh taking care of this yeah. thing here there you go well so you have a 200 dollars device which by the way at best buy i saw you can buy it for 150 if you find one open box oh. good luck to that good luck good luck finding one but oh. if you do find one it's 150 so 150 bucks sure subpar ips display but you have the most comfortable ergonomics this portal in my review video i was like this is the most comfortable handheld i've ever used and it's still even more than the 556 the most comfortable handheld problem is of course everything else about it but now this yeah let's run emulation on there i'm happy 150 yeah. bucks should have been able to do it from the start yeah i know should have I know. Well, I I understand why PlayStation didn't do it from from a just economic standpoint. Like they want you to buy this and play their stuff only. That's it. They don't want you streaming yeah. anything else. But when we saw it, this is kind of like a like a like a masked version of Android, and it's running a Snapdragon chip. We're like, oh, this is gonna get hacked at some point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I know. So I'm, I'm wondering what they're doing for storage and all that. I don't know how much internal storage is on that so, thing. Like I have a lot of questions. Six but... six gigabytes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So it's the assumption that it's an eight gigabyte chip, but two gigs is being used for the operating system. Right. Mm. So it's not going to be, no matter what, you're not going to have an end all no. be all device, but it's two gigs and it's two gigs less than that uh, <laughs> Lenovo <laughs> ThinkView hub. Uh, <laughs> this man, that this man right there, <laughs> hyping, hyping yeah, you can up. Do quite a bit. I mean, you can, yeah. you, it is pretty cool. I still have mine in the box, but I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to get to that. But okay, PS Portal, good job hey, hacking it's, it. It's a good thing that that uh, PPSSPP supports CHD PSSPP, format now. PSSPP. Oh, yeah. it is. That's true. Press that thing. We can put a lot of PSP that's games that's on there. Here's the here's the thing though with that that compressed version, you have you have to use DVD CHD compression files, and for some reason the performance isn't as good. It's it's slightly worse than than what it is if you're using a CSO file or just a straight ISO. I'm I'm hoping that gets better the next release. Yeah, and I hope I wish I had a micro. SD card slot too, yes, and that right. would 
that would be game would be over. That'd be, that'd be Logitech G Cloud level. Yeah, it looks so comfortable. I mean, like, it's it, it so, it does. So comfortable. That's the I one thing. It, it's like, this is so yeah. comfortable. Emulation on it is cool. Like, it's going to, you can probably load it up with like the full Super Nintendo catalog. Yeah. But I think the exciting thing of it being hacked is the streaming possibilities because you can do Game Pass, you can do Moonlight, you can yes. do a lot of other yes. things if you can sideload onto this one. That's what's really exciting for it. And I'm sure, yeah, I mean, KSAMJ right there, I'm sure it will be patched by Sony. You're going to, same thing with the Vita and the PSP. <laughs> you're going to want to stick to uh, to those older firmwares, right? And be careful yeah. when you're updating. But yep. the, that's the life of, of the tinkerer. Though I will say with streaming, I think it might be a bit harder to stick to the older firmwares if you yeah. want to try using it for streaming still. Well, he's saying get one now before they patch it. So they're, they're hard to find still. That's they gonna be hard. Or you can get a cheap tablet like an Amazon tablet and put PS Play on it and grab a Gia Galileo and have a good time. I mean, there you go. And we're going to talk about an controllers soon. Yeah. Speaking, of, we're going to talk about controllers right now, guys. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys ready? for some hot dog action. You guys love hot dogs, right? I just had a hot oh, dog hot dinner dog. today. I'm not even joking. Uh, so Hyperkin, God bless their souls here. Dude. They released <laughs> this Oscar Mayer Wiener hot dog controller. No, you know, it's not special <laughs> as far as like hall sticks, nothing crazy on it. It's just a Bluetooth controller for your various devices. Uh, but it is in the theme of a giant wiener. And we all know how, <laughs> you know, Rob loves uh, his Oscar like Myers. You know, yeah. I ate one today in celebration. It's great. <laughs> what, what the what in the world? We have a we have an article about this that just got released by Nick on our writing team today. Who wants hot dogs? Look at that sucker right there. See through orange shells. Seeing the real life beautiful. photos of it, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. What do I want this stupid? <laughs> Look at thing. that thing. Look at this. Look at this. Re- yes. It looks like it's one of yeah. them. Like, it like, it's, like it's an eight bit dough controller. It's they an S and that. Bun fact. Um, it has bun facts when you buy it. Ooh, I mean, oh man, this That's is awesome. for the collector who really <laughs> wants to have all the memorabilia. This is gonna not only is it gonna be good for gamers, but hot dog fanatics. I'm talking Oscar Mayer diehards are going to be <laughs> doubling over getting trying to get this day I one. Mean, you know, it's not just Oscar Mayer though. What? They've got multiple different colors. They well, a, uh, here's the thing: they got a mac and cheese one too. They got sriracha. We should pull up that Kraft mac and cheese variant. I think it's on the Amazon link. Yeah. I think Hebrew national dogs are better than Oscar Mayer. I'm just going to put Ooh, that out there. I, I agree with that. I he's throwing down. I mean, I shots fired for sure, but uh, <laughs> yeah. this is. No, he's right. He's right. No, I, I, yeah. This is the official name for this is the Pixel Art L. Oh, oh man. I have to get this out. My daughter. She loves sriracha. sriracha. They have sriracha. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. And no. they have uh, the Kool Aid. The Kool Aid. And there it is. <laughs> dude i would if they make a smuckers one i'd be all oh yeah oh yeah didn't oh, uncrustables yeah. and uncrustables could oh and in, yes who wants a crust nobody yeah this is they have a, a rob they also have of course the mac and cheese but they have like four or five other versions of this thing that you can they just the heinz ketchup one too Oh, and there's a Heinz, here's, here's Heinz one. Out. There you yep. go. And, and they and also cheese. have like cases for your switch and things with the same logos. Oh. They're right there, right there. The Kool-Aid. ketchup, the oh, ketchup bottle that. case is hilarious. I feel that this is something we would have seen commercials on Nickelodeon for. <laughs> this is our childhood. High basically. quality symmetrical sticks. That's that's good oh, to know. Beautiful. How can I have that high quality? I, I wait from Hypergen. What I would like to see, like, do you guys remember that like con- like Game Boy control thing you could slide your phone into? 
Oh there, yeah. 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 I, yeah. Yeah. I wish they would make a ver new version of that. That'd be awesome. Just like a USB type C one, a little slimmer, pop it in there. Give us some fun stickers. <laughs> like, that's that's <laughs> busting the wall. And yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I know what you mean, Ace. Yeah. Yeah. Just give us something, at least for originality. That's that's that they're definitely doing something different. <laughs> yep. I don't think the controllers can run gamma, but not yet, anyways. Give it time. Sounds like a challenge. It it, it really does. I mean, they okay. can control gamma, but not run it. Well, if you want to pick one of these bad boys up, of course we you know we got that in this description. Also, we're now listing links in uh, a sources file. So in our description, there's like a, a our retrohandles.gg forward slash sources click on that now we're going to put all of our links in there so we don't clutter up our description so you can scroll and find what you need a little bit easier thank you to regs for helping me with that today i need this obviously which one do i get probably the mac and cheese probably the craft mac and cheese i mean that's kind of kool-aid kool-aid's like nice one, too i'm sure. going with the ketchup yeah. going solid ketchup ketchup smells so bad though Have you ever gotten ketchup on your clothes that smell never comes out it just i never want to have ketchup Look, as long I just have trouble with watery ketchup, if anything. Oh, oh that's the worst. Oh, you, oh, you gotta yeah. shake I it first. I do shake it. You gotta oh. shake it. You gotta I shake it. I shake the bottle. No, you're not shaking it. <laughs> How are you getting water? He's, How you getting water? He's buying ketchup. He's not buying ketchup. This it's is get, ridiculous, man. It's getting stuck in the lid. Hunt's ketchup. It's cheap. Ah, uh, see, that's your yeah. Filtration that's system. Mistake. You gotta shake it up, dump some into like a cup first, then midstream pulled over. To the dog yeah squeeze it i, I always Lego figure is messing with me behind you <laughs> i feel like you just take parts off of you and put I them on i'm alive them. yeah for the audio listeners there's a giant lego like person <laughs> behind band and it is it's freaking me out <laughs> yeah because sorry it's, i didn't want to derail it he's thing. trying to make his background look less fake but well, it's not helping it's worse H, H, i'm the one who derails this podcast what was happening i'm here? sorry no it's just there <laughs> it's it's weird like you just imagine band like taking like, very yellow parts <laughs> off and putting it on the lego thing well i mean he is getting yeah. slowly larger and larger in the backdrop as we keep yeah. talking so yeah He's approaching you for the that doesn't look like a real backdrop it never does that's big where are you ben i'm ben where are you? construct you escaped my attic i mean i mean i let you out and uh now you're over there i 3d printed this room you just, you just told me today that you're low on potassium and uh i just want to say eat some bananas even though they make you sick or beans yeah. i'm not allowed to talk beans. about that okay now Oh, I was gonna. I was gonna say, Ban can use uh, his emulator for multiplayer now. That's true. I can. Well, guys, we spent way too long on that topic. Hey, <laughs> Yuzu is coming out with a new feature already out. In fact, they have multiplayer. So this is local multiplayer, yep. which is awesome. But you can port forward and get it onto the wide open internet, so you can play Switch games with your friends, and you just need to host a room. Yuzu provides self-hosted. Or they provide their own hosted rooms, public rooms that people can join because otherwise you have to basically host a 24-7 VM or a computer or a Linux box or something uh, for this to work. So there are some overhead requirements, but it's pretty cool. It's very cool. Yeah, it's really cool. It is. We got to do an RH one. We were oh, just playing yeah. Mario Kart 8 yesterday. Oh, but, did you guys try it out? Oh, that's but not with uh, this. No, we were doing legit. legit. Okay, okay. We're yes dummies we're just sense. playing legitimate with like our purchased games or nah, something easy that's the easy well, way to do it it was easy but this is way cooler we can play on our steam decks probably with better fps than switch can it's the better switch it is 
I mean, it's the ult it's the Switch 2 Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Switch 2 Pro. That's not all that Yuzu has. Also, they have a new control mapping feature. Finally, and Russ reported on this from Retro Game Core. He says, look, you don't have to switch between Xbox and Switch mode on your various Android handhelds like your Odin 2, your RP4. Uh, now you can do it. Just It's just built in. So you can, can just map your stuff. He's also showing a sexy shot of the Pocket S, which he's about to cover. So that's some nice emulation news. More emulation news. Emu Deck. We love it. We love to see it on Steam Deck, but now it's on Android officially released now. Uh, you do have to support their Patreon or their their crowdfunding there. It's only like three bucks or something, and yep. you can get access to this. So Andrew on our website here reported on this this week, and I can't wait to try it out. There is overhead requirements with this too, of course. One of that being that you need to connect it to your PC, so your Windows PC, and build it from there. That's I don't love that. I would yeah. love to see it on the device. So hopefully we'll see that soon from these guys. But I don't know. What do you guys think? That's probably why it's still only available on their Patreon. Because yeah, they're, they're yeah. still kind of working things out. and It's not ready for a full release. But it seems like it's stable enough to where if you're a supporter and you want to try it out, you should be able to do it this way. Yeah, It's cool, though. It's probably still faster than setting everything up yourself if you can just plug your phone to your PC and just run it from there. It's a good start, too, I think. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it takes a lot of that work off because setting up Android handhelds, guys, is the most time-consuming, annoying thing every time. And I every time I seem to forget how it goes. I'm like, okay, I think right. Windows is way worse. <laughs> yeah. Windows uh, can be a pain, too. Well, Emudex oh, fixed that. Man. They released their Windows build, and hey, boom. It all just works. I wonder if it optimizes things for your device, because that, that would be awesome. That I'm would be nice. nice. Actually, downloading the emulators doesn't really take that long. Setting them up is kind of the hard part. So yes. if they have like performance profiles, or if it can kind of yes. detect what chip you're using and set things up for you that, that way, that would be amazing. That that would be game changing for Android. I'm proud of the team over there at Emudeck, uh, Drag- yeah. Dragoon Duris, for even taking this on Android emulation automation automation like this is such a beast uh, a lot of it, folks have tried this in the past and the closest one that got there was another product by this dev called uh, uh what pegasus for android or something uh, pegasus installer pegasus yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. uh which we saw last year and that got the work started so i guess this is sort of an evolution of that idea uh and yeah i hope that it optimizes the emulators for you because that's the value added right there i would happily plug in my windows pc if it went through set up aether sx2 set up you know dolphin mapped it you could even tell it you know i have an odin 2 great here's your perfect settings that's where i would love to see this 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 software there's a there's a there's a way that that it could work if you like you were saying if you can plug in your PC and just kind of put like this is the the chip I have in my phone and it could just do like a quick reference of like specs for that one and be like oh these are the settings that might work best for you it's gonna be almost impossible to set up perfectly yeah but th- that's kind of what keeps people away from Android handhelds that you have yeah. to go into and do all these things even though personally I think Android is a better option for gaming just because of how versatile it is, how many more things you can do with the development and all of that. I can completely understand why somebody looks at it and yeah. says, I don't want to do that. I just want a Linux handheld that's going to play my Super Nintendo games right off the bat. That's why people, a lot of people just want to pick up Linux, you know, pick up a 35XX or whatever. Just boom, mm-hmm. it works. Good job, Emudek. That's yeah. really cool. Good job. As far as other news for custom firmware, Batacera Lite is now in beta. This is another exciting one. 
Uh, this is from Acme Plus, and this is for the 35XX Plus and the H. Finally, now the H has the analog controls mapped, so the joysticks are going to work. And they've done a bunch of other updates, uh, a few of them being... And sorry, Rob, I might have you blow that up for me. My, my eyes ain't what they used to be. Uh, it, basically, it's a consolidated version, and they finally feel confident to put it in beta. Here's some instructions. So they're saying, all right, here's the cores and emulators, emulator statuses. Change log, there's what I want to see. So this plays up to PSP, Dreamcast, N64, which is really cool, making use of the GPU side of these newer Ambronic Linux uh, handhelds. But HDMI support, fixed reboot issues, fixed all various amounts of issues, the brightness level not being saved, volume level not being saved, Bluetooth pairing is working now. Uh, but mainly the thing that I really was excited about is seeing the fact that, yes, now the analog sticks finally work because none of the H variant custom firmware is get this analog sticks to work. It, it, that's one thing that I think even MinUI isn't quite there yet for that. Maybe I'm wrong. I need to I need to look up our own news here. But at least for the for the Batacera light guys, this is looking good. It's my ramble for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's cool for the people that have one handheld or like this mm-hmm. is their main handheld because yeah. you're yeah. Gonna be able to get the most out of it for me personally i'm probably going to wait for a new version of like garlic or min or min ui because the type of games i want to run on a little handheld like that work best in that type of setup where you can just quickly get to it loaded and they're like d-pad focused but yeah. if that's not the case if this is your handheld like this is the main thing and you want to get the most out of it it's awesome yeah, and it also is hot swappable like MinUI, so you can yeah. swap one you know SD card between the two devices. So there you go. So it's going to be something that's you know good if you only have one handheld, but is also going to be a good operating system for those that want to use it on different things. They don't have to worry about transferring the safes; they just transfer the OS. Wait, but it's just hot swappable between the thirty-five XX models, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, if if you're one of those people who needs the verticals for Tetris, at least you got that. You can do a lot more than Tetris, man. Okay. Don't hey, be an elitist. Hey, like hey. I said, ESP, Dreamcast, N64. Yeah. Hey, I still Freaking awesome. It's that is Tetris. Cool. I just man, why do you why do you hate everything I like? Yeah. So. With you. Oh, if you want to know who who <laughs> likes everything I hate, you talk to Joey. <laughs> oh that's oh that's See, the truth that, that the would truth. that would mean like we agree on a lot of stuff though because everything i like joey hates yeah well we're gonna that's have to give I him a hard time it. next week yeah for yeah. sure please please I, we need to come up with some interesting questions you all if you don't mind why do you hate every handheld <laughs> ask, ask joey why does he hate everything that we like i'm gonna have a, like a um, bowl of cashew nuts like right here the whole time we are gonna do a q a with him so we are gonna ask the audience ahead of time and during the live show you know, what questions do you have for Joey? Now's the time. He said he'll answer anything within reason. Okay. Also, Portmaster is really on a roll here. Christian Haitian developed this product called Portmaster. If you haven't heard of this before, basically it's a bunch of ports of old PC games, console games that can be playable on a range of Linux handhelds. Things like To the Moon and Stardew Valley and Doom and uh, Diablo. There are so many games. A ton of stuff on here. And we're constantly seeing in our dev, in our development announcement channel, in our Discord, you see Sebion constantly posting news about Portmaster. Like, okay, now this game has been released. And it's like three to four games a week for the last two years or something like that. It's just, it's a massive list. And so I really want to get into Portmaster and trying to, I'd love to do a video on that sometime. Just, just Portmaster. Because there's so many cool games like BVVVV or whatever it's called. Game. I love that game. 
That's so good. A good game. Such a good game. I I've been great. Yeah. I've been using Portmaster since the 503. Like it is my dedicated Portmaster handheld. With all of the games that have been coming out for it, it's yeah. just I can't get rid of the thing yet. You're going to hate me when I say it. One of the most recent things they've added that I really love is Apatris. Oh, nice. I, I saw that recently. Yeah, that's oh, actually pretty cool. It's my favorite Wait. way to play Tetris. That's fair. I'm no judgment ban. I'm not upset by this. I'm a little disappointed. But it's not your bad decisions, not ours. Yeah. <laughs> it's, this is on you now. Yeah, yeah so, it's all on me. Dude, the Lego guy is closer. What? He, it's straight up. Legitimately, is. <laughs> legitimately is way closer. Hold on. The Lego guy is like five feet closer to no i'm not my eyes not playing tricks with me guys like he, he's closer right i don't know what you're talking about you skate my attic and the next thing you know you move in with this freak Come i on. also like that it's in front of the bag which i also thought was fake <laughs> is that a amber gucci no was no, no. he's got an amber nucci nice <laughs> wasn't there something about like portmaster support being in question for some of the feature handhelds something about compatibility or am i remembering this wrong um, I'm not going to say wrong. Oh, no, I, I re vaguely remember something about something changing with Portmaster and like the feature of it being uncertain. But I, I guess since nobody's confirming or denying it, I just remembered this wrong. Sorry about that. How dare you? No, it's it's okay. I mean, it's Portmaster, honestly, is something I haven't fully explored yet, but I always see the updates from Sebion in our Discord. And I'm like, I really need to give that entire ecosystem like some of my time and attention because there's just so much cool stuff going do on. Do it. You got to do For it. For sure. Because I'm going to get access to games that otherwise wouldn't work on some of these handhelds. Like, yeah, like Shredder's cool. Revenge is one that comes to mind for me. So yeah, it's cool stuff. Well, speaking of other things that developers are doing, there is a new Game Boy Color game that you can purchase a physical copy of. Uh, also, you can get it digitally called Mare Sanctuary. And that one is run and released by our very own Nara of Nara Makes Games. Nice. And uh, he released this a little bit ago. It's now available, and you can get it for $13 on the Incubate store. Uh, again, link in our description there. But the game looks really nice. So if you want to actually, I'll show you where some footage is. If you go to that link. I'm trying to get to it right now. There we go. And scroll over, you'll see the game, and then you have to click on, yeah. It looks sleek. The soundtrack on this is just amazing too i was listening to this earlier today like i gotta get this one it's sort of like a action rpg like zelda and it looks beautifully designed like you can tell you just put a lot of love into it yeah that game boy color is amazing yeah listen, it's so <laughs> nice looking i was i had to take a double take i was confused at first what i was looking at <laughs> the yeah. white gloves are a nice touch too yeah everyone needs the white gloves so you may it's recognize the name so anthony wallace nara makes games uh was working for retro dota the last few years as his news guy and now he's off on his own doing this stuff and it's just really cool to see him pivot like yeah, this, this. Is awesome but i also we need that game boy issue right let's yeah. yeah how do we take that do we i guess we have to go to japan let's see the art style yeah yeah okay so towards the end of the video you're gonna see some fighting some baddies oh i like it oh this looks cool yeah oh that's, yeah this looks good i yeah. like that it's not your run-of-the-mill Game Boy Studio game. You know, you oh, can tell that, really cool. that there was some serious effort here. I love how far development for old systems has gotten from mm -hmm. just like the, the hobbyist crowd. Because if, if something like this would have come come out during the time of the Game Boy Color itself, people would have gone crazy over the, the graphics. Yeah, for sure. It's so cool like, how you can push things now. Mm -hmm. uh, people are pushing this hardware so far. And yeah, I like the battle system too. 
So most of this footage is at nighttime, and I don't know if the whole game's at night, because it's about you're this mayor, and and yeah, you're you're going through this whole adventure, so we'll we'll have to report back on this. Good job, Nar. Well guys, let's pivot ourselves and chat chatty chat about what we got in the mail this week. So, Rob, you left us you left us a surprise. You said you, you were gonna we don't know what you're gonna show us. So you have an X one. I know we chatted about it, but was there anything else you wanted to share today, sir? Uh, I got the GKD Pixel in the mail. Nice. Yes. What color? I got the blue one, so that's going to be pretty fun to mess around with, see what it can do. And Are then you going to do a re- review for us? Or, and you got the, the X1. There's the X1. Yep. So that has controllers that attach on the sides? It does, yeah. So you probably can't see it, but there's a cover on the rail system, and this actually comes off, and then there's the rail system in there. So it's actually a, a tablet first. It has a magnetic keyboard that you can attach to Ooh. it, and then it has controller attachments as well. You know, so. you know Zoo's going to be all over this. Yeah, it's a three-in-one device, so it's pretty nice. It's actually interesting for productivity. I think it's, you know, with a big screen like that, that's kind of what you want to see. It's something I thought the Legion Go missed out on with not having a magnetic keyboard on there. So, And, and you're releasing the video tomorrow, right? Yes, I am. Yep. Ah, uh, sweet. It's pretty meaty. I go into a lot of benchmarking and just just game testing and things like that. Since this is kind of new territory for a lot of us, and the CPU in that is the same that's in the claw, right? It's the Meteor Lake H. One fifty five H. One fifty five H. I was yeah. I was seeing early benchmarking that that actually is not really beating the Asus ROG Ally. In fact, it's underperforming in comparison to. Yeah, it's, uh, it's it's kind of a mixed thing. So there's there's a lot of things to talk about with that for sure. Can you drop the the TDP below 15 watts? You can, yes. Okay, yeah. thank God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the MSI oh, yeah. Claw needs to needs to figure oh, yeah. out their stuff. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing too. I I test the higher end stuff. I also talk about low low TDP gaming and things like that. So I, I try to cover a little bit of everything with it. Okay, well we're looking forward to that one. Do you have anything mm-hmm. else? That you want to show us that you got this week? Anything? No, no. Tantalizing? Do you any? Do you get any hot dogs or? <laughs> no, but looking no. at those controllers, I might have to get some for myself. <laughs> well, that is a nice, I mean, beefy, no pun intended, uh, device that you have there. So that I can see how that can take up your entire week. And I, I've been, well, I mean, because the funny thing is, I got it just right after our last uh, stream that we had, where we were talking about what we got in the mail, and I've been working with this thing for two weeks now. So, oh wow, really, really getting a feel for everything, and just really trying to understand the performance that we're getting here with the meteor lake and just how it how it performs it's it's interesting there's a lot of interesting mm-hmm. things happening there so yeah it takes time to really get into a device like it, a full That's, review something where you really want to show people what it can do is yeah. going to take you a while and most of it's not even actually making the video it's just you got to get familiar with the device right. That's what i spent yeah. so much time on and actually the video was supposed to go out this morning but you know last night yeah. i I was doing my editing and then my trackball died on me and now I have a Ooh. wrist injury from using no. a mouse. And- <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's just all it's a Wait, never this trackball? Yeah, it just died. It, it's like no. I'm, I'm I'm scrolling across trying to do my edits and it's just selecting things on its own and it was can, moving uh, place. I'll mail this to you, you if you want it. No, I, I got a good use it. here. I actually oh, found one on Amazon that shipped the same day and it's got a 
a purple. Ooh. He's got the purple ball. Ooh, oh, yeah. nice. you <laughs> love those purple balls. So that, there you go. That, I got this in the mail too. So <laughs> hey, just one little comment I want to make about like the actual like benchmarking of it. You got to keep in mind that raw numbers aren't the whole story. Yep. Just because that device is is getting higher scores doesn't yeah. mean it's actually going to outperform in a lot of games. And Drivers play very a huge role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, that's where right. things are very, very interesting. So yeah, the, I think numbers are, are yeah. So I always say it. I even say it in this in the video that's coming out tomorrow that synthetic benchmarking. You know, it, that means one thing, but real life performance, yeah. real world performance, could be very different. And it could paint a very different picture. I will say, you know, that Intel. I like what I'm seeing with Meteor Lake. I think they're on the right path. They they need to be doing this because AMD will just keep killing them, basically. And I'm glad to see this shift in um, in technology for them. Because yeah, Intel has go ahead. No, I was saying like at every TDP wattage, it seems like AMD is is destroying Intel for this generation. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like so it, Meteor Lake brings a lot of firsts for Intel. So they are actually they have shift the entire technology of what they're doing. It's the first shift they've had in over 40 years. Um, they're basically doing what AMD and Qualcomm do. They're using chiplets now. So there's a lot of very interesting things to, to see here. Um, I, I, I look, I'm rooting for Team Blue. I, I think um, mm -hmm. more competition is always a good thing. We we need that in the space because yep. just just like AMD had issues in the past and got complacent, and Intel kind of stepped up. Then Intel became complacent and AMD stepped up. So right. we do need this back and forth. It's a it's a good thing. It pushes tech forward. Mm -hmm. And they're yeah. going to see this. They're going to see their Intel Meteor Lakes in all these handhelds this year. And next year, it's probably where they're going to bring that bring that performance boost and say we got really got to focus on these handheld PCs because this market is yeah. is going to get big. Well, yeah, they, they're, they they're not done yet. Next yeah. year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're still shifting some of their technology. So this is mm -hmm. going to be interesting. This chip is actually. The first time they're using the seven nanometer fat uh, fat process for the oh. phone, so mm -hmm. so they're doing yes. a lot of interesting things here. But mm. yeah. they're not done. They have a huge roadmap in terms of what they're trying to push here. Yeah. And it feels like for a few years now, AMD's pretty much gone unchallenged with these integrated chips, where they've kind of dominated the game as far as performance and bang for buck for what you can do. So uh, Intel, they're they're solid on like the home like whole PC side of it, but the yeah. integrated chips, the smaller, more power efficient chips, yeah. like they have a lot of ground to cover to try to catch up to what AMD's been doing. And it's funny because a couple of years back, I was so excited when AMD was starting to put out the Ryzen stuff because really mm -hmm. Intel integrated graphics were just not great at all. I mean, no. so yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just, I like seeing the back and forth. I want to see more competition. I think yeah. Intel needs to step it up. A company that big with that kind of money, you know, they, they should be able to, to catch up and, and yep. do something with their tech. Yeah, because Ryzen is doing amazing things. I mean, the 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 GPU performance on the on the Ryzen chips is is crazy for the amount of watts they're pulling. Like you've got a yeah. chip that's pulling 15 to 30 watt CDP that's giving you similar GPU performance to something you would have found in an older full size PC card. That's insane to me. Well, Ace, speaking of talking to you right now in this moment, oh. um, <laughs> do you want to share what you uh what do you what do you what you get this week, sir? Oh, so I got. Let me grab it over here. See the goodies. Um, I mean that dopamine oh. hit. Oh, so one of the things that I got that I'm going to be getting into, I just made it myself on my screen. Sorry about that. Give me just How one second. Here, oh, I can't my see God. you guys. I don't know where you went. You don't need to see it. You we, basically we can see it. You. Well, yeah, I'm right here. That matters, really. <laughs> yeah, you're what matters. There we go. So I got this little guy you're in, uh, 780 M from Minus Forum, which I'm going to yes. be reviewing. So for people that don't know what this is, this has the same chip in it as the ROG Ally, so the 7840U, mm -hmm. but it's this big. So for comparisons, here's my phone. 
I know Rust covered it not too long ago, so that. So I'm going to be going into this one. So if there's anything you guys want to see or, or have questions about, let me know and I'll try to cover it. And I'm really excited for this one because I've gotten a few mini PCs before, but they've been kind of lower end. And this one really is going to let me push a lot more. And, and just, it's awesome to have something this small that can do yeah. AAA gaming, that can do high-end emulation, that can do pretty much whatever you want to throw on it. So yes, step that. aside, step aside AM01 INEO thing. <laughs> yeah yeah no, well that's another one that i still want to cover because i still think there's split there there's use cases for those lower and less powerful yes, mini PCs. yes absolutely yeah so absolutely again it's not always a numbers game we, we're really <laughs> obsessed with more bigger number better number bigger better like, exactly no. it's hey, well, i always say it power isn't yeah. always everything that's that's yeah the thing exactly it. it's just one side of the story it's good to have don't get me wrong i'm never gonna poo poo it and and then act like i don't want a more powerful system but there's things you can do with some other ones so i'm going to be covering that one too nice well but, what else did you get in your little in your goodie bag here boy over here oh yes the ghl leo which this thing controller. is awesome i already did the the you did the mod, mod. yes yeah. so yeah. that's gonna be in the video it's pretty easy and uh thank you Shep, i have the red magic video. version of that i have nice. the, oh, basically nice. the same thing yeah, yeah. it's the exact yeah. same thing <laughs> yeah. it better. so i've been using this on my ipad because um i've had some android tablets and i wanted to know what i could do with like an ipad as far as emulation mm -hmm. which is what the video is going to be about like what can you emulate on an ipad that's and cool. um the surprising thing is this actually works better on ios than it does on android even though it's not the iphone version so huh. that's it's <laughs> that pretty cool because it doesn't i know right so my my biggest surprise was that i plugged this in i loaded up call of duty mobile recognized it right away no need yes. for screen mapping no need yes. for the app no need for nothing uh, Ooh, it's but beautiful. on android it doesn't do that no nah, son of a on android that's because uh yeah there's some apple's doing some sneaky stuff there behind the yeah. scenes but, so uh... <laughs> what i did with this one is i just keep it in the playstation mode and it gets okay, recognized fair. right away Okay. And it works on everything. It works on Genshin. It works on uh, Call of Duty. It works on Diablo. So I got hooked on Call of Duty. And my big thing is so, so I'm going to be using my tablet here, which is just an iPad. It's an older iPad Pro. But yeah. the screen is somewhere between 3x2 and 4x3. So retro stuff looks awesome on it. I actually beat uh, Metal Slug 2 for Game of the Month using this. Fantastic. And it was an awesome setup. It's, it's great. The games look so good. There's a lot you can't do with Apple, unfortunately, because of the way they're working things. But hey, with, it's still metal with Metal Slug. I'm sorry to interrupt you there, but Metal yeah. Slug, thanks again for that tip for increasing the, the CPU? CPU clock speed. Yep. That fixed the slowdown for me too. Yep. So that was, yep. it, was it makes great. it way very, more playable. Very Rob. Yeah. No, I couldn't play no. it the way it was intended. It was too slow. Uh, I played that game. Metal Slug was my thing growing up. So I've played all of those games more hours than I can count. And I, if I cap, if I can choose between slowdown and no slowdown, I'm going to take no slowdown every single time. It, I don't blame you. Does it fit yeah. a 12 inch iPad? Opus? Yes, it is does. So nice. this is the 11. Okay. So just to show you guys, just really quick, because mine is an 11 inch, but let me throw it in here so you can kind of see. And you have a video on this coming of. out. Yes, in, in the next few days. Few days. Nice. Yeah. So this is what it looks like once it's already in there. Sorry, yes. my my camera is kind of getting that bokeh. Stuff out, but you can still pull it out even more. So, so much <laughs> <laughs> we got an H. We got, we got an H on an H. <laughs> we, we, webcam turned on on it and we got like oh. a comment on your nose it was great that was, uh, nice. that was so, a top moment that was good yeah so there you go this is how much more gonna go back to screen cap that for sure oh my there god you go. so you have a few so wide yeah that's and, a, you can fit a 13 inch 
Yeah, and the screens are pretty sturdy. Sorry, the, the, the springs back here. Oh, yeah, they are. The cool yeah. thing about this controller is so the signal for the for one side to the other gets passed by the springs. So you don't have to worry about ripping cables or anything like that. And That's you're not going to shock yourself. It's a very, very low like voltage here. You won't even notice it's, huh. it's really not an issue. But that's the cool thing. So you can stretch it a lot more. And they have some hefty space hey. in there. Hey, you got to print uh, base Derek's back cover there. Which oh, I've been looking for that. So I got to find somebody yeah, that, that I, has that because I want oh, it. Oh, shit. The only thing I don't uh, like. So right here. Hey, that's hey, one. You, you, hey, you know I'm sending you something, right? And I got a 3D printer. Just, just uh, uh, that's yeah. true. <laughs> hey. Good but stuff. No. Uh, I got a, so here's the, the only thing about emulating on an iPad is I don't want to jailbreak mine because I use mine for work and I still want everything to work properly. But you have to use the alt store and you have to be renewing your your apps every seven days. Like right now, I was going to show you guys RetroArch, but I forgot to do it. So I can't do that right now because the games do look great. And then if you're on iOS 17, you can't emulate uh, Dreamcast, mm -hmm. you can't emulate the GameCube. You can't do any of those unless you have a Mac to be able to get nonsense. All these things going on. So, right. is it really worth it for emulation? I don't know. Watch the Do video. I think it is. All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I look forward to your video. Thank you for 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 taking the time. You've been working on that one for a while, so I'm I'm excited to see your thoughts. It would on have it. been out, but this guy. I know the five five six. We're about to talk yeah. about that, by the way, and we are going into lightning round mode now. So I'm going to share mine, then ban, and then we're going to talk about the five five yeah. six real quick. Okay. So ah. Uh, this week, I got GKD Pixel. I got the green one. I cannot wait to cover this. I've already started on my video. Uh, the software leaves a lot to be desired. I really like the buttons, though, and the hardware. This is sort of the RG Nano, but just big enough to where I can sort of enjoy it a bit more. Exactly. And I can actually see it, which is good. Mm -hmm. uh, MiniUI, <laughs> though, has an early build on this, and that mates, might save the device for me. So this was sent to me uh, from RetroCN, over from Rex at RetroCN. Thank you so much for getting this sent over. I can't wait to make content on that. Um, also, Epic 3D Print Shop is making these... Oh, nice. Retroid Pocket 4, 2S, all, pretty much a wide array of handhelds, but here's the brand new one for the Pocket 4 and the 4 Pro. And what this is, not only is it an ergo grip, which I actually like it, a little bit more compared to the official grip because it just is in the right spot for my hands and it feels good. The texture feels good. And you can pick this up, pick this up in our description at his Etsy shop. Oh, I like that. Oh, I love but when they do that. Also, you can too. flip it around yeah. and it's dual purpose. So now you can protect your screen. And I love that. So there's other ones, you know, there's one here for the 2S and I got it in green to match of my course. green 2S and a 405M option so these are pretty cheap and definitely the value is there so i recommend picking it up if you want an alternative ergo grip pick it up and uh tell us your thoughts let them know they're always trying to make um, more and more products better, are those better. Resin? these are i believe resin oh nice it feels that way yeah i was gonna say they look pretty good quality well, maybe it's, I don't know enough about 3D, I need like a 3D printing primer to talk smart with you guys about this, but it feels good. It's nice and gritty and you don't have the uh, little, what do you call it? The little, little pieces of strings oh, hanging off. Yeah, the stringing. That. The stringing drives me crazy yeah, sometimes. It bugs um, me too. Also, lastly, this is exciting. This is the Game Force Ace showed up. So I have one in white. I have also one in black that was sent over that I'm sending to Ace. But this is an 8 gig. Sorry, did you just say the Game Force Ace? The Game Force Ace. Yes, this is yep. the Game Force Ace. It was developed by Ace. He invented this handheld. You know, he invents wide range handhelds, except for the ones that Pride Tunes invents oh, no. Brand Brunick. But that's a switch. These ones, don't lie. 
it looks like a Switch Lite, 256 gig. I have not even opened this yet or done anything oh, with nice. it because I know that it's a mess. I've seen all over the community this thing's a mess, and it's not quite time yet. It's not even reviewable yet, I'm seeing. Joey released mm. a video, and he's like, this thing is not ready, and it needs software. So here's what's exciting. Just during this live show, the Gamma Squeeze said, hey, by the way, I have a game for Ace Dev Unit on the way, thanks to no time to date for sorting that out for me. So we might see Gamma OS on this. Oh, nice. But this thing is huge, by the way. It's much oh. bigger than I thought. But it's comfortable, and I like the feel of it. The plastic is high quality. Nice clicky L1, R1. I like the analog sticks, or the are analog triggers. Yeah, uh, the triggers actually are even on this model. Nice, okay. I know that that's been a complaint, that it's not even. And maybe on the one I'm sending you, H, the black model, maybe it's worse. I don't know, hope not. <laughs> but uh, I like the D-pad, and I actually like the face buttons. Oh, even I, the black model? Nice. You are, yeah. The hard hardware-wise, I thought this feels premium to me. Uh, but apparently it just goes downhill from there. So I'm waiting to hear back from the dev, uh, Gao Feng, and I want to chat with him about what options or what fixes he's going to make available for folks before I go in blind like I did with the KTR1. And, you know, it just that another one that wasn't quite ready at the time. Mm -hmm. So I want to do a little more due diligence on this before I go in and roast it, because as is, I can't review this. Otherwise, I'm just going to say this thing sucks. It's a waste of money. I, even though I got it for the pre-order price of... 150 170 ish now they sell for 240 dollars 250 dollars yeah. yeah, uh, that's full price and this is running the the orange pie you know 3588s i believe inside it yep. rock, the rock chip the rock chip yep. and so it's going to play you know up to ps2 and all that but and it has android 13 on it but everything is as far as i understand is rushed on this and so i want to give the dev a week come back from lunar new year figure out something for folks then I'm going to review it um, because this right now is just, it's a tinker special yep. Buy it. You want to tinker with it and it is not perfect. So yeah, uh, when jealous that gets Linux though. When that jealous. Gets Linux, yes, yeah. it is. It is jealous is oh. working on this. Yeah. Cause was, you, we might be able to run some actual like steam games on that thing. Yeah. 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 It, it's cool. Like the yeah. prospect is cool. And what's even cooler is the fact that other chipsets like pow kitty is going to come along you know that they're going to duplicate this and they're probably going to improve a lot of things about it uh, but game force classically makes good stuff mm -hmm. and so i am disappointed at how people are having to deal with this handheld out the gate a lot of disappointed customers right now so let's make it right for them gao thing provide software fixes uh the screen is at 52 hertz resolution so it's just screen tearing frame pacing issues across the board Fix the software. Let's get jealous on there. If there's hardware issues, please send out fix-it kits for folks. Make this right. And then that's one I will be looking to cover. So that's my that's my that's my soapbox spiel. Single dev trying to give them some love. But yeah, it's right now it's a sad, it's a sad state of affairs if you go into <sighs> our Game Force Ace channel in our Discord. It's a sad state of affairs. Give it, give it a few weeks. It's, yeah, it's gonna get a lot better. There's, there's potential there. Oh yeah. my, my pillow. Yeah, we got, <laughs> got CES. There's swag. This is a ASUS yeah. ROG Ally ASUS thing. Like it has actual bump outs for the buttons. My son loves it. Yeah. I wish yeah. I could have been my there for pillow. that thing. Okay, so that's that mail day. All that good stuff. Ban. What did you finally? What did you get? Okay. I'm only going to pull up two things. First one, I did get, I sold my white RGB 30 finally, 
and I got a metal one. <laughs> nice red metal. And you you can't buy this just in a store or online. No. You have to talk to a Discord user who is who has to direct import it from China, right? Yeah, he basically imported it from China. I paid the extra for shipping and it got to me. I really love the feel of it. Honestly, it feels it so nice. Fancy. It feels so much nicer in the hands. You hear that rattle. Yeah, I don't know. If... A rattle boy? It's a rattly boy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's rattly. Really, really uh, and I found, I... I found it out because the shoulder buttons have way too much play on the hole that they cut out for it. Put some tape so in they, there. Put some tape in there. Maybe put some like foam up in it. But the issue is the face buttons are also really clacky as well. Oh, no. They kind of, they it kind looks of, so nice, though. Yeah. They kind of, they just kind of scrape up against the sides. How much did that cost? He was selling it for 180, but I did Ugh. a three, I did a three way trade, so I didn't actually pay <laughs> for it. You do that uh, trick where like you you trade money with somebody, you somehow end up with all the money, and they end up with nothing. Uh, I wish that was called conning thought, people. Okay, it's not a yeah. trick. That's illegal. <laughs> Don't do oh, that. yeah, that's actually fraud. Yeah, that that's fraud. Yeah, yeah. There he is. T tatted in the chat actually oh tattered nerd yeah so uh, tatted nerd we didn't want to uh blast your name out there in case you didn't want all the extra attention and people coming like to get orders and all that in so but if you're open to it i mean i'd love to chat about yeah. getting something like that i don't know about an rgb 30 for 170 but maybe another handheld other other it's pricey but it's it's pricey yeah it's metal it's because, cnc yeah, but, uh, yeah it's not it's not like a big production thing. It's, yeah, you know, it's not a low volume. I mean, Regs in the Discord, he got a purple one, and I'm jealous Ooh. of the purple one. I want the purple. I want that. Such a nice purple. purple. So beautiful. Well, I'm so happy with the red still. It looks gorgeous, man. Tatted nerd. Uh, we got to we gotta chat because I have... If you're doing metal devices, there there's a couple on my mind. Yeah. Um, Ban, what else you got there, sir? The other thing I got... RG556. Nice. Right. You wrote an article. I did write an article. You compared it. You did, you did a versus against the Retroid Pocket 4 Pro, which is ballsy, for one. <laughs> I feel like not a lot of people are just outright saying, you know what, we're going to put these these two devices head-to-head. -head. Uh, but I thought it was really well done, and thank oh, you man. for, the color, for publishing You got the, the watermelon. You got the watermelon. Pro and the watermelon. So good. This is, that's a killer thumbnail I'm so <laughs> so too long didn't read what was your conclusion with this too long didn't read if you want something that's comfortable and you want mm -hmm. something that has a good screen the 556 is the way to go yeah. but I personally preferred the current Android setup I prefer the buttons the sticks and the triggers of the RP4 Pro mm -hmm. even even if I don't like the ergonomics as much and it's not as comfortable of a device and you know what about something like the just the regular RP4 the D900? Russ did a video on that yeah. just the other day. Yeah, he he did the video, and I think I kind of agree with what he said. Where unless you're really worried about battery life, the extra fifty dollars kind of makes it a hard sell. Yeah, I yeah, it's kind of like just spend the extra fifty dollars, get yourself the top notch deal or you know just get the 556 but you're not going to get that retroid software love you're not going to get that polished os you are going to have no, to do we, still we might get camera. gamma love though we might. But, yeah but, yes 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> well, last I heard, last we heard from Gamma OS is that uh, the Gamma Squeeze said, hey, I'm still trying. I need an unbricker because this is a situation where I do not want folks to brick their devices until yeah. we have an unbricker. What yeah. I understand is that, yeah, he's he he's able to get Gamma OS on it, but there's no way to fix it if things go south. So if he puts that out there and somebody tries to install it and something doesn't work out, your devices break, then you have a paperweight on your hands. So that's... Yeah. I, I appreciate him doing that and being that responsible to say like, hey guys, no, this isn't going out into anybody's hands until there's a way to revert any damage you might do. That's the, is, the responsible, correct way to do it. It is what I liked about way. it. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The 505 and the, the 405, you know, they had the same thing where you could unbrick it. So mm -hmm. there was no concern there if you, you screwed up on the process or whatever. So that was yeah. very nice to have. But my, at the end of my video, my conclusion was that the 556 is one good software upgrade away from being great. Like that's... Yeah. That's how I feel about it. Like if they just fix the sticks, which I'm pretty sure they're going to do because they've done it before with the 505, they, they just updated it and it was fine. It wasn't a big deal. And with the the Android build itself isn't that bad I, other than the PPSS PP issues with updating. But I think that's actually an Android 13 issue, not necessarily okay. like something Ambernick did. Okay. It's uh, it's something with the app and like permissions that you need for the new Android builds. Um, yeah. It's not bad. Like it's the no. my only complaint is I wish they would have done that spoofing thing that Retroid did and, and Gamma has for the Xbox controllers for things like Call of Duty Mobile and some other Android games like Evo Land. But if you don't have an Xbox controller, your controllers don't work. That would have been really cool to see. But that's really about it. Like if your budget is around like 160, 170 bucks between the regular RP4 and the 556, I would say go for the 556. Yeah, but if you want more power, like if you just want the the most uh, performance within that price range, get the four pro. Yeah, yeah, it is such a toss up, but it is at, yeah. At the end of the day, it's what do you care mm -hmm. about the most? Yeah. Screen like, five five six performance RP four pro. Yeah, I if mean, you like, just want to play some like RP. Sorry, man. If you just want to play like some RPGs. You want to play some of like the easier titles like PlayStation 2 RPG, stuff like that. You want the best viewing experience and you're going to sit down for hours. I think the 556 is the way to go because of just how comfortable it is. But the 556 has those switch sticks, which are pretty awful. Like the one thing yeah. is cardinal direction snapping. That's the yeah. one thing. That's the one reason why I'm not playing it every single day. It's because I'm waiting for a custom firmware fix or Ambernick to release a patch like yep. they did for the 505 that mm -hmm. fixes that cardinal direction snapping. Then... Yep then it's like okay this is clearing away the way to go right now it's like i don't know i don't know if you don't mind a little bit less crazy good looking screen rp4 pro is a nice all-in-one pocketable device yeah. yep i i personally felt like you you really can't go wrong with either option in this like price no. range these are that's probably the thing. like we have so yeah. many options today that's the, <laughs> the beautiful thing like you know you could really find something that fits your specific needs because we really do have a lot of options space like, derek says buy an ace yeah <laughs> i mean the well the only... look that's what derek likes he thinks the ace is the best fit for him <laughs> the the only he thing and he's a good in... tinker he likes to tinker the only is. thing in the 150 to 200 price range i would not recommend is the 552 because they're still selling that for like a hundred. Yeah, don't get that. Ambernick was still that. selling devices okay, from five okay, years ago. Okay, now, guys. But the screen on that is beautiful still. It's great beautiful. for GBA content, great yep. for PSP. But the battery life is so bad. If you try to put the thing in standby, good luck having it be ready to play the next time you power it on a day later. You know, it's. I think it's, if you can get one for a good yeah. deal, like if you can get a cheap one, um, and you just want to play like some retro stuff, it's it's still it's not bad. There's yeah. other options, but yeah, that screen is is really freaking good if you want to play like Game Boy Advance and games like that. 
I can see that. But for for me, the way I use these handhelds, like if I'm going to play a big game, I'm going to grab the Steam Deck or I'm going to grab something else for that. I've been yeah, playing like a lot sure. of platformers. I've been playing like if I'm playing like RPGs and stuff like that. I've actually kind of been going for the 556 more than my 4 Pro, even though I really like the 4 Pro. It's just like there's certain things like the D-pad for me is is huge. Like I love that. Yeah. I really like this D-pad and the screen. Man. Like I can't well, people, undersell that screen. It, the screen is gorgeous. Okay. It I mean, it, it to me, I look at next to my my INEO Pocket Air and I'm like, man, this screen really, it really is on par, you know, mm-hmm. for a really good price point. And the thing that people complain about the D-pad being glossy. I've seen multiple complaints. Did you guys not look at your Steam Deck lately? Yeah. It's it's the same glossy D-pad. People are so funny, you know, about that. Um, (laughs) Here's here's the thing. That's a closer comparison for me. I mean, that really, to me, I I would spend more time trying to compare those two instead of trying versus the RP4 Pro, personally. But everyone seems to really want to clash those two together. It's interesting to me, again, like, if you're buying an RP4 Pro chances are you're looking for something as compact as possible so like that's why that's appealing you know i feel like Mm -hmm. that's how it is for me like i like that device because it really is pretty compact and you could throw it in your pocket legitimately the performance on it is no joke that's the thing no definitely not yeah when i'm reviewing a handheld like i don't usually review it from my point of view like i'm going to give my opinions on it but i kind of try to put myself in the position of somebody that's just going to buy one of them because the majority of people don't have all of these handhelds so they say like well i'm going to use this for that or this for that or this for that yeah. and somebody's picking no, something we're just up. mad men <laughs> exactly and they want the best bang for buck you want the best system coverage and all yeah. that the 4 pro is hands down the way to go it's just a, the there is a, a difference in performance there but depending on what you want of a handheld like what your needs are and what you prioritize yeah. is a solid choice that's kind of where I fall on that one. Personally, I like it, but I like it because I know if I want to play something more powerful, I can grab my deck, I can grab my Odin, I can grab something else that's not a problem for me. Yeah. But if it was just me, I can only have one, I'm probably going to buy the 4 Pro. Yeah. And for me, if I could only have one, I'll probably get the 5.56. Five, if those oh, are the okay. two options. If those are my two options, because I'm a sucker for a good screen over yep. almost everything else. That's but that's that's just me. And I did not review it under the that, you know, because that again, it's so damn personal for everybody. If we're saying performance, we're saying ergonomics, that's again a tough, a really Funny tough thing, topic. even like when it comes to ergonomics, that's also five, very five, personal. Like, it yeah. is, but the 556 is a more ergonomic device yeah. in general. It just feels good in the hands, and the OLED quality on that is better than the 505 for sure, but they're two different devices for two different use cases. One's pocketable, one's not, you know? Yeah. Yep. The RP, you exactly. could easily own both of these, I think, and be happy. One's on the go, one's at home. Yeah. Uh, Throw on an Ergo Grip on your RP4 Pro. There you go. Now you have a 505. But again, who wants to carry around an Ergo Grip everywhere? Uh, it's well, it's I, a toss-up. I, I actually find the 4 Pro the pretty size. comfortable. Yeah, the 4 Pro is great. Up to this point, I was like, oh, this is hands down. Like, what I'm going to throw in my pocket to take around with me just because of how comfortable it is. And the D-pad is great. The build quality is awesome. Like, Retro nailed it with the materials. But there's just something about this thing that even though it's not as powerful, there's software issues. I just keep reaching for it. it that I can't really like pin down exactly what it is. I just I enjoy it. People are are poking fun. We've only had our five five six content on our channel the last like two weeks here. <laughs> That's fair. But uh, it's not that 
I wouldn't call us, you know, shills or Ambernick, you know, just we love Ambernick. It's it's the fact that this is what we want to talk about right now because it is it's a very interesting device and it's a brand new chipset for us. You know how exciting it is to try out a new chipset after we've had a string of God knows how many T618 or devices, five. you know, five. the same it, it's These the same the performance over and over again. So it's like when we get a new chipset, we are going to go balls to the wall. Yeah. And that TA20 is surprisingly performant. Like I was not expecting it to do as well as it did. That was what was surprising. You're playing freaking Prince of Persia on Switch, a game that came out two weeks ago. I'm telling you, those Unisoc chips are they they push above their weight. They really do. Once you tune it, just surprisingly amazing. You imagine when Gamma gets his hands on this and he actually gets the unbricker working and he gets his optimizations in there and his battery life optimizations. Mm This device, I think, is going to be just a super exciting thing for the next couple of years. And everyone says, yeah, but they're going to release a variant, the the 556M, the 556V. Sure, probably <laughs> well, one or two of those they will, but it's at such a high price point already that I don't see them doing too many variants. They do that on the cheaper devices usually, yeah. not nerd. Like, did you see the 1600? Did the 1600 get a bunch of releases? No. Got but was it a good handheld? The reason I do think no. we're going to see releases on this one, though, is because this is Jano a replacement for the 404, for like the 405 line, where we saw the 505, we saw the 405M and the 405B using the same chip for the same prices. So I'm yeah. pretty sure we're going to see other versions of this. Like, if I don't think this is going to happen, but can you imagine if they actually make a 4x3 screen with this chip in it? For like, that's going to be crazy. I, I, I will pick that up right away. Just look for their yeah, announcement next month. <laughs> and probably yeah. think a good point there. People always say, yeah, if you're if you're positive on Ambernic or Retroid at all, you're a shill. Uh, and people have a hard time deciding you depending on the week if we're a Retroid shill or an Ambernic shill. So right now we're in Ambernic land with their exciting new device last month. Here's the thing with Retroid. that: like, if you actually watch our reviews, like I'll, I'll speak for mine. If you actually watch my reviews, I t- try to be positive on my reviews, but I still point out every single issue. Like on this one, I said, "Hey, the sticks are a problem. The materials aren't as good. There's a problem with the headphone jack. There's like a pinging n- noise. There's a few things that Ambernic could have done better." But yeah, the reality absolutely. is, like at the end of the day, did I enjoy using it? Yes. Did Ambernic do a lot of things right? Yes. Like these ridiculous looking little bumps at the bottom. When I first saw it, I was like, that is one of the ugliest things I've seen. But then I grabbed it and I was like, oh crap, that makes perfect sense. Because when you're grabbing the D-pad, you hook it like this. And now the D-pad's comfortable to use. Like, mm-hmm. This is such a huge difference just having that. being able have to that option. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's some thought put into it. it it's yeah. just nice to see uh, some of these brands. You get one of these handhelds and you're like, oh God, what? Why would they do this? You know, so simple. They didn't have to do a lot to make this good. Uh, and they fumbled it. So the fact that you see a, even a little bit of care put in, we get excited. We're like, hey, okay. All right. They're listening. They, they're they stacked shoulders for the first time. Yeah. Doing a high quality OLED screen, not the 505 Vita OLED screen, which is an aging screen, which has its multiple issues. Yeah, uh, splotches, really splotchiness and all this stuff drives me crazy. I just thought some the 505. Yep, I saw some people calling like materials cheap, and the reason why I wouldn't call them cheap is because if you grab this and you grab the Odin One, the materials feel almost exactly the same. Like when you take yep. the back cover off and all that, they For feel sure. really, really similar. So it's like I don't, I can't it call them cheap, but they're not as good as what we've seen from Ramadic. That is, is yes, absolutely, it is a cheap feeling plastic. I can't yes. deny that at all. No. 
I'm know, not and even it looks saying, that way. It really does look that way, even on camera. Yeah. Like, it, it, it comes across that way. And I'm not saying it's the one at yeah. all. No, because the Odin no. 2, let's be honest, the Odin 2 for a little bit more money is going to be the one still. It just is. I mean, it was handled the year for us last year. Yes. But if you want to, if we're talking getting exciting with the $200 price point, the 5.56 is a exciting device to talk about and to play with. And as we optimize it more and we play more and more PS2 and GameCube and Switch and 3DS, I just think we got a nice retro stew going, guys. Yep. And Ban, thank you so much for writing that versus article up. Everyone, check this out. So it's in our sources in our description. Read Ban's article on our website, retrohandhelds.gg. Uh, we have daily articles out all the time on news and also reviews for things. We have a new one out from Nick on our team as well, who covered the R33S, which is something we haven't covered on the video side at all, but that's a clone of the Mio Mini Plus that we uh, are interested in. So we, we might get that in some point. Uh, everybody, yeah, I think we're gonna wrap this up here, but thank you so much for watching. And uh, Ace, you have any final Anyone have any final rants? I do have two things I want to say really quick. Not rants, but just addressing something from chat. Well, the first one is from Michael Levote. I think I hope I got your name right. I'm sorry about that. Like, I'm glad you stuck around. He's saying that he wasn't too sure about our coverage. For people that don't understand the dynamic of our channel, we have three people on the channel. So it's three different takes on something that you're not going to get a unified answer and you're going to get a full coverage of people that want to see different things and you're going to see different opinions. So keep an eye out for that. And again, thanks for sticking around. I, I yeah. hope like, we see you around a little bit more often. And the final one is from Michael Benny. Um, 50 bucks is a lot. I know a lot of people are downplaying how much it is. That's 25% of the cost of the device. Yeah. But when you compare performance, if it's the exact same device otherwise, the extra RAM, the extra performance, when you put that value into it's just $50 more, it makes sense to go for that higher end model. And that's it. it I just wanted to cover that. It really does. And also, uh, I saw Michael's comment here just now. Uh, yeah, that is a good point. We are three very different people on one channel with three very different opinions. So you will rarely see us all be unanimously be unanimous about anything you know we all have different takes and we also have our writers who re release reviews like ban and other folks on our team with their own opinions raven on our team is about to release a full review for the 556 everyone has a different take on it but watch all three of the videos because then you should get a nice you know holistic that's a popular term everyone seems to use a holistic view of the handheld i'm proud of the team for what we came away with for the 556 we worked our butts off covering this handheld everybody uh, we've spent the last month, you know, just diving in deep. Stay tuned for Rob's content. He has one on the yep. way, and he's going to have one for giveaway, possibly, I heard rumors are. So, yep. uh, this is a good way to look at it is, is yeah. it's three channels in one, basically. It I is. know it's not, it's, 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 uh, and it's unorthodox, and people aren't used to it. But once you kind of spend a little bit of time with their content, you'll start to realize that that's the case. Easy way to tell is if you see a purple thumbnail, it's stubs. If you see a pink one, it's usually going to be zoo. And zoo. If you see one with a white background, it's normally going to be yeah. We have Aisha's tech talk, stubs stuff, and uh, zoo reviews. So yeah. we have three it's playlists. Weird, guys, but we've split me. up. So treat us now more like we split up now into basically three different content creators. And we have this uh, media, what do you call it? Media network is what we have on the channel here. And we have three different shows. Uh, and the podcast is a fourth show, really. And that is, you know, me, Rob, and, uh, and Aish and Ban here. So 
we're going to be back doing this every week. I'm rambling off here, but let's, oh, let's, let's wrap last, up. Sorry, just before yeah. I go really quick, yeah, yeah. Asked it multiple times and I want to make sure they get an answer. We the haven't black done Seraph. the parting of, yeah, the Black Seraph thing. You want to cover that? Yeah, I was going to address okay. it. Player Thunder, but by the way, by the way, cheers from per- Portugal. Uh, how's it, how's the weather doing over there? So what happened to Black Seraph? We were going to port Garlic OS back in December. Uh, Black Seraph um, had an, had an illness and some personal stuff going on, so we waited till later, and we just haven't revisited yet. So I wouldn't call that off yet. We still have plans to do that, but uh, it's not quite ready yet. And Garlic 2.0 is still being developed. He's not throwing in the towel, but he's kind of waiting for some other devs to come in to help port it to other handhelds. And we are going to come back to that. I don't know. I could say. March or April. So it's going to be a little while still. Don't give up on us just yet. Ban or Aisha, do you have any thoughts on that? No, I yeah, wait, wait on for right. it. Like I, I know it's taking a long time. It's taking longer than what Black Sarah usually does. We're, we're not devs either. On. I'm scared devs. to yeah. do that stream. Um, I'm scared to live on camera port something. Yeah. But I think we, we said I, asked, I think we might be doing the V90 possibly something or one of those handhelds. I forgot that's what right. it is. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, no, we were going to do the OG 35XX. And oh, yeah, yeah, that's true, that's true. yeah. Not that it's going to be better, mind you. No. The original is going to be better for that handheld specifically. But it will be exciting just as a proof of concept and to say, hey, look, we made an operating system. We're, we're de- we'll give ourselves the developer's role and then we'll. <laughs> just start going into random discords and start fights. Yep. Um dev, shut up. Just yeah, it'll be no. We lo- we love our devs. We appreciate our devs. Come into our Discord because we have a bunch of devs there and they have a development uh news channel at the top of our Discord and you can see all the latest from all of these wonderful devs who come by and call RH their home. Thank you guys. Um would it be possible without them. Miguel and Thor. Oh, that's old. that is that is from back in the day. Yeah, Thor left. Yeah, he quit. He quit RH about a year and a half ago, a year ago. Uh, we haven't seen him since. He was doing something, SpaceX or something. Uh, I'm sure he's off to exciting pastures, and I miss the guy, to be honest. Um, but I love our crew now, and uh, we kept it going. We kept the flame alive, and we're going to keep on doing it. We're going to keep on keeping on. Well, let's... sing on us. She's flexing. <laughs> it's good there. With this cool wristband from like the early 2000s. Just put, put like a leather one over it. Uh, this is like the, the tape. I don't know what the hell it's called, but yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right, guys. So thanks again for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe for your weekly dose of handheld news. A special thanks, of course, to our channel members patrons and subs for making this show possible and we have Aisha's brand new fancy credits list here of all of our patrons uh, and supporters here thank you all so so very much you have no idea how much it means to us that you are coming back perks start for as little as three dollars a month you know what there's multiple ways youtube member discord premium or joining our patreon all in our description don't forget to check out our other videos of course join us on our discord where we chat and play games and join us next week for a episode with joey from joey's retro handhelds we're gonna grab your questions and bother that man for a solid hour to hour and a half (laughs) but 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 not two hours we're not two hour podcast anymore no 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 one to no no one to hour and a half and as always this has been stubs on behalf of rob the retro tech dad h and producer ban take care of your handhelds everybody and each other good night everybody take care good night night, bye good night